welcome to Alter to the Muse. I'm Josh, and today we have a special interview with Tom Chitari, New York City-based session guitarist, composer, and environmentalist who leads the New York Times-featured free folk jazz collective, Uncivilized. Let's get to it. Really looking forward to talking to our guest, Tommy Chitari. Did I say that right? The, nice your last pronunciation. Name? Yeah, you Thank nailed you. it. Awesome, awesome. Um, so before we before we uh, get too far here, I want to just just read this. Um, New York City-based session guitarist, composer, and environmentalist who leads the New York Times-featured Free Folk Jazz Collective, Uncivilized. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my first, I think my first question here um, is, how did you get into this? Oh, man. Probably through you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I can't uh, take that much credit for this. No, what, what, uh... <laughs> oh, man. That's a, that's a good question. Um, how did I get into this um i mean i've been lucky to to have good teachers and and support to learn the guitar and buy cds and yeah i just got i was really into music and um what else and i'm lucky enough to you know get the help to move to new york and i ended up moving here to go to school and um i mean i have my dad's from jersey so like there's some family connection here and um my mom's originally from upstate new york so sort of made sense that i ended up here and my sister lived here for a little bit <clears throat> one of my sisters but um yeah a lot of it came out of living here and going to school and then getting different jobs and trying to make it make it through through here and uh yeah music just keeps me going and yeah, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> well, so okay. Now, what you don't I don't usually hear the word environmentalist in the list of things. You know, you got like okay, guitar, session guitar. Sure, I get that. Like but but where does the where how what is the I mean you the the term environmentalist like that's there. So where what is that? How does that feed this? Yeah. Um, well, I sort of probably back to I went vegetarian at one point, and um, I mean I always lo loved like quote nature. Yeah. Um, I mean I got to grow up well half of my life in uh, yeah New Hampshire Vermont area, and uh, like near Lebanon is where we lived uh, in Hanover. But we were we were out out in the boonies a bit, and uh, yeah, I think. Oh yeah, at some point I got into like evolution, you know, uh and yeah, I was always a bit skeptical of uh my family's Christianity and uh because of like uh I mean, I'm I'm into religion like all all, all good. Now I'm probably <laughs> have different things to say about it, but uh, <laughs> I know. I don't watch what I say here. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. We're we're a we're a universalist kind of a concept going on here. So we're cool. we'll take it all. Whatever you're gonna give. Cool. Universalism. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I stopped eating meat at some point. It's funny because I was born in Dallas and um, grew up eating a lot of meat and. Uh, 
you know, my family's, my dad's Hungarian. And so my grandfather's Hungarian. So we had a lot of like kielbasa and sure. stuff like that in the house. But yeah, I don't know if it was being in Hanover or, you know, being around liberal people or whatever, Vermont, uh, like yourself. No, just <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was drawn to uh, vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. And through that, um, then when I moved, yeah. So then I was in New York. Sorry, this is kind of a long answer. Um, but uh, oh yeah, when I was here, the um, that so I was studying jazz, you know, or jazz jazz guitar. I mean, it's sort of an oxymoron. You can't really study that stuff. You have to like play to learn mm-hmm. it. And um, yeah, so the whole like. Um, school thing was was hard and it was really competitive. Mm. And like what I really got into with music at the end of high school was I, I quit one sport I was playing. I'd always been kind of like a sport type person in my family. Mm-hmm. And my sister was like the music one. She played mm-hmm. the violin. And so, um, but at the end of high school, I got... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like, oh, music is like not sports, you know, it's like a whole other thing, like, and it's way better. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and like my old bud Coleman, uh, drummer, um, from, from my hometown or whatever, public school. Um, we, um, you know, we had a band and, uh, he didn't play sports and I was like, oh man, like, yes. Like, okay. So music is like, uh, but then when I got to the, to the jazz school it was like everybody was competing like it was sports again mm. and it yeah it didn't do well for me and then i had this wrist injury and so i decided to switch my major to environmental studies because they had a lot of stuff going on in the city that was cool like rooftop farms and uh sustainability in the mayor's office all sorts of really you know and it's like, you know, it's pretty green city, you know, like the green, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I started studying it and then, and then I, ca- I kept the jazz degree. So I got this double degree mm-hmm. and it, it took me a while and it was hard and, uh, um, but I, I enjoyed it. And, um, and then that's how I got like a job after university pretty pretty quick after um yeah yeah so so um yeah and and so you 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 work in this environmental design field if i'm correct right yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. which which is you know i mean that's a, a super creative in and of itself but then you've got this band you know that um I, I don't know how to describe it other than it, it it's worded as a 10 piece, <laughs> oh. uh, but it's a, it's this amorphic thing that, um, that I, you know, I, I, I hope that the people who listen to this interview will, 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 you know, follow a link and check it out because it, my words will not do a good job describing it. But how did you, so how did you kind of come up with this, the concept of uncivilized? Oh yeah, and the okay. band. Could you kind of describe the philosophy behind that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it goes it goes into the it goes into something I was reading. But uh, it's funny because everybody 
a lot of people think, uh, oh, the name is like, oh, it's because it's gnarly or like the music is like untethered or something or like it's really not put together, which is somewhat mm. true. But like, um, it's really comes from this dude, Paul Kingsnorth, um, who's a, who was a, was an environmentalist. And then he kind of, he started this thing called the Dark Mountain Project in England. And he, he was like a, kind of like a journalist activist, like a green, you know, coming out of like, se- uh, not 70s, but like, he's a bit older than me, I guess. Maybe uh-huh. he's uh, in his 50s now or something. Uh-huh. And, uh, but he had like a whole kind of realization that it was, it was all too late. Mm. That we kind of he I saw a lot of people pin him as a doomer, like yeah. a doomsday type guy. But he had he's a writer, so he has some really he's a great way of of describing what he's feeling. And this project was they wrote this thing called the Uncivil Uncivil Uncivilization Manifesto. Uh huh. Uh huh. And that really like got me. And it it, it you know it's uh, yeah you guys should uh, all check it out. And a Dark Mountain Project, I think .net or something like that. <laughs> But he left them, and uh, his. But he's written a, a bunch of pieces that are sort of about how we're not being too truthful about where we're at with environmentalism, and kind of like where, and the only thing that can kind of not save us, but like the only thing that might stop the negative impacts we're having is to be like less civilized mm-hmm. and kind of like re- retreat a little bit. And uh, I'm not like entirely on board with all that. And it's a little bit of a cop out, but um, he has so many interesting things to say. And that's where the name came from. And then, oh, yeah, I wanted to say one other thing about um, uh, you mentioned something about oh, where the like band came from. Oh, yeah. yeah so once, yeah. I, once I started having like the job, I had like a full time like office job in this like environmental consulting company. Yeah. And and I had I just wanted to do music more and more when I would do that work. It was more of like a like at night I would write the music and it would just like felt it felt really good as opposed to like doing it at jazz school where they're like, Yeah, can you write me a piece or something? You know, it was like <laughs> no, it was like I really wanted to and it was like an outlet. And so then sort of naturally um and then a lot of the project is about keeping it loose and like uh allowing the players to to improvise and i mean it has kind of its own notation uh like form for the group uh uh-huh. and and it's changed over time but i mean it's pretty much stayed stayed in that realm but um so a lot of it has to do with the players in the band and and hearing what what i what kind of instruments i want and which people i want involved and so it sort of got like a you know, social element, like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I mean, the sound, the sound is, is, is reminiscent of, of a lot of, a lot of things. I mean, historically, it, it reminds me of like Charles Ives. It reminds me of, 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 um, Mingus. It reminds me of Frank Zappa. It reminds me of, um, of, you know, a lot of, a lot of really kind of experimental stuff, but it doesn't have the sort of jarring effect 
that some real like that like I don't know I don't know how to, I'm probably saying this wrong but like but like there's a um the the the, the looseness that you're describing is all there it's kind of like we all got together here's some charts let's play and do is there do you do do you do things like rehearsal we have yeah yeah, yeah. and then a lot, a lot a big element is is actually my guitar demos yes is is making them and sending them to everybody uh-huh. and being like this is what we're going to play can you practice this and then also having a I, I like having doubles of instruments mm-hmm. where um because the more um it makes people feel more comfortable um improvising and i mean it, it's also a bigger sound but like yeah um if you if you want to play with this notation where it's kind of like everybody's reading a score uh-huh. or like a score lead sheet uh-huh. that's kind of how i uh, would call it or whatever and so they um if there's two of, of different instruments if they don't know where they are or whatever they can listen to the other person or like there's less scared about like fucking up yeah. whatever so <laughs> absolutely right right so, right it takes yeah. some of the pressure off <laughs> yeah hard yeah. to hard to hard to pay him though because <laughs> well, yeah when the well, band gets big you know yeah I, I was i was imagining that i did thinking about the the you know the four pieces that i i find myself playing in and and going yeah okay <laughs> you know the this might well it might cover my internet bill but <laughs> You know, or something, but yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe I'll get a cup of coffee later. Um, right, but right. that's yeah, that's that's all. You know, yeah, yeah. So, um, so what would you say is like? So you you're working this office job, and you're still in, involved in that. You're still environmental consulting, and and music's this outlet. What would you say? What it? What's? What's the inspiration? What's the muse? What's the thing that that gets you sitting down and and writing? Mm. That's a that's a hard question. I thought it's hard to. I don't really know. I think it's probably some sort of something out there that uh-huh. I can't. I it's intangible. Um, but it's probably my wife. Uh, uh, maybe my wife. Maybe my children. Maybe what I ate for breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's awesome. It's kind of like it's like everyday things, but it is also like you're describing like this. Uh, I know that, that that I've described it this way too. Like when I'll be I'll be sitting down and I'll be playing, and I won't necessarily be thinking about the music. It'll just be arriving at my hands and then emerging from the guitar. And it's it's meditative and it's there's that quality to it. And when you when I find myself like really in that. Um, that that the, the, you can't always pinpoint like oh yeah I was you know I read this book and so I wrote this song you know like it isn't always linear like that mm. it's it yeah, it is sure. it's like you know yeah we made waffles and now <laughs> <laughs> and you got you can't you can't take yourself too seriously like humor is good too I mean <laughs> like even even Sonny Rollins like you know burning it up but it's always like you know he'll be like. And you're like, oh, (laughs) something like that. (laughs) Right, right. Is it just, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh my goodness. Um, so you got to you got to talk to a lot of different guitar players 
Yeah. You know, about um, you have this this project, um, like this freak jazz folk campfire core book thing that is this online project, which is, I, I think is so cool. And you interviewed a lot of guitar players about using open strings and open chords. And for the people listening, this, this is going to be like right over their head probably. But what was something that, were there any commonalities that you found when you talked? I mean, you talked to like people like John Schofield and Pat Martino and like all these like big guitarists. And did, yeah. was there anything that you discovered from that? Oh, yeah. I mean, first off, like, if you want to bring it down to people who don't play guitar or whatever, it's like, you know, there's these chords that everybody kind of knows a few of, like, you know, G, D, A, E, C, or whatever. Like, they're called, like, the cowboy campfire chords. (laughs) And, uh, you know, that's the ones you learn first on the guitar. They're the ones that grandma knows. You know, like, everybody... (laughs) This is my, like, you know, I don't know. Uh, No, it's perfect. I'm way into these chords. Um... And it, and I'm into the fact that they have this weird like duality of being like folky quote and of the people like things that everybody knows, but also you know you can freak them out and then like uh, you know you can put them flip them upside down. You can try and that's what I like to do. And um, they're also the guitar is this weird like you know shred glam toy thing. So. It's got that duality of being kind of folky and then also very loud and annoying. Mm. Um, I kind of, I don't want to say hate guitar, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about it. It's a gnarly, gnarly tool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and so, so you found, you found, um, that that people use these chords, they slide them all around, and and that that even though they're like basic, they're also really like um, they're really deep. It's a deep ocean. Totally. Yeah. Well, it's also like they just feel and sound good, and it's like why, you know? I mean, like yeah. most of the best songs of, of quote all time in Western music are like, you know, probably have a D chord in them or a D shape, you know? Like yeah. let's 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 think on it. Like uh knocking on heaven's door, Dylan, right? Like right. Yeah. I think that's like three chords or like Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. uh first song I ever learned was from you was uh Wild Thing. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. A E A A D E. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even I didn't even say that. I should probably have said that that um Tom I first met Tom when you were in sixth grade. Yeah. And uh, you know, we um the guitar class, general music kind of thing, jazz band, um lessons and all of that kind of stuff all through middle school and then just kind of kept in touch and doing things through high school and, and beyond. And um and I I I know for me that like, you know, hearing, like I was just listening to your uh, placebo album, um, the, the oh. solo. Yeah. Oh, you know, and, and I got to tell you, like there's the stuff on that is so cool. And it, there's a, there's a, a <laughs> we, you were just talking about how like the guitar can have like this, 
I don't know, like this shred quality. There's like this, and I, I like to think of it as like the polished quality. It is like this polish that people put on things, like a veneer that's like right, right. it's so <laughs> precise. It's so and it all and it and then from player to player, you almost can't tell the difference because they've all got there, there's no there's almost no personality in it. Right. Right. Mm, right. But your playing is loaded with personality. Like oh, it's man. all there. It's all there. And it's like and I just I love it. I was like listening to it. I was getting my second shot for COVID. And I was oh. like, that was my soundtrack the whole way. I was listening to this. Um, there's a tune called Sutures on it that you did a couple different different ways. And I was like, ah, it's some cool stuff. Oh, thanks, man. No, no. We all have our 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 whatever's to offer sonically. Sure, uh, sure. I think uh said something really cool there though uh, um oh go on yeah I don't well know. no yeah i mean but it is it there's it's the it's like it's like when it's like it's like when i listen to like thelonious monk you know that the the his the playing the playing is so just coming out of him and so much of his personality that you you know when you you might be like you know whatever the the technical things he, that he's doing to do it sort of fall away and it's just like there's this rhythm and there's this tone and there's this phrase and and it and it doesn't it isn't about like hours and hours spent like in the woodshed like doing like the Charlie Parker runs it's like it's like the very granite that those runs came from <laughs> right although it was it was funny you mentioned bird because um charlie parker because um uh when you were describing like the guitar players that are super like clean like yeah. bird is like virtuosic but dirty and like really effed up and like never oh, yeah. ever, you know like that's my <laughs> he's he's one of my favorite things cuz it's like mm-hmm. It uh, it's always sounds like he's fumbling soap or something. It's like this, like you know what I mean? I do, I do, I do. Yeah. And and we and and it, it is it is yeah yeah. There's a the the it is it is, he was never yeah he was never clean. And what you know for those of you who might not know about about Charlie Parker or Bird, um, he was definitely you know he was always on something. <laughs> yeah, always on something. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, that, that, like, that, like, super, I guess that, that super virtuosic quality, you know, um, sometimes, sometimes it can be like, there are too many notes said, right. Versus yeah. like, I don't know, like, you know, you, you, you say, you say whatever it is you need to say. That's like this. Uh, anyway, we're talking about guitar. Um. Well, well, you said you said one thing though. Uh, the guitar, no, I love guitar too. I mean, a lot yeah. of uh, you know the music comes from the guitar. So, or like you know, I'm thankful to have the guitar because it can generate these crazy things that are very non-linear. Yeah. Like a Kurt Cobain is like the whole the book I'm writing or whatever. Like a lot of that is you know. Kurt Cobain or Weezer or whatever, like the sweater song, you know, like 
the melodies come from these weird chords and they don't make like sense by fancy classical music sense, you know? Yeah. I and, I, and I love that about the guitar. And it's, it, it, I mean, it can be like constricting, but it can also, if you're stuck in a rut, you just move something around and then you're like, whoa, okay. I don't know what that was. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's 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 absolutely. I yeah, I was just listening to uh, Dave Grohl of the of Nirvana, and then the Foo Fighters was talking yeah. about how he wrote a song called Everlong, and I you know talk about this in an early episode of this podcast. In fact, um, you know where he puts his hand on the cord on a cord while he's in the booth waiting to do a take of something. And he's like, what is this? He doesn't even know what it's called. He doesn't even know what the chord is. Yeah. But he's like, this is such a cool thing. And then he realizes he can move his finger and make a new chord. And he's like, that's super cool. I have no idea what I'm playing, but I love it. And then, and that's how the song's born. And uh, and that's that is, it's one of those, it's one of those amazing things about about music, about creativity, that like we can we can just put our, you know, we can put our hands on something and like go, oh, I'm gonna make this now. Yeah, it's a it's a gift. Music is a gift, like yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's deep. Yeah, awesome. awesome. I wanted to say one thing though. You said about like, oh, well, uh, oh, the music of Uncivilized or whatever. It doesn't it doesn't have that that edge or whatever. Like the harshness of some out avant garde. Yeah, you don't. Or, you know what I mean by that? I don't mean to be like. Uh, not, oh no, no, you're no. trying to be like that. I don't. I don't want to like offend you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm failing. Oh, we're I'm not, not. We're not edgy enough. You know, no. <laughs> it doesn't have no. that to me. Like I, I'm not listening to it and going, "Ouch, this really is," like, like, like. Okay, so I'm I'm into John Zorn. Yeah. And Naked City, and and I like that, but there are times when it just goes way further than I am willing to really accept. Yeah, yeah. Does that it's, make sense? That music is kind of like, it asks a lot of the listener. Yeah. Um, in a way or something. I mean, I like yeah. that stuff too. Um, I mean, Frizzell is on it. Right. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that crazy distorted, like, <laughs> like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to go back to actually a memory I have of you, which mm -hmm. was in, in this... Um, it was just called music, I think. It's the name of the course. We, or uh -huh. maybe it was called like general music. Or yeah, general like music. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and this is a public school in New Hampshire, yeah. and this is just you know everyone's in the class, and we're and I didn't even play. I, I played trombone actually. Right, first. right. And but I was trying to get guitar. You know, you kind of like gave me the guitar bug. Like I heard you playing, and I was like, wow. And then all my friends were playing, and I was like, okay, I gotta try and. Yeah, and then you taught me the A chord, and then you know <laughs> <laughs> the rest is wow. Yeah, but um, you played. You could play all this. You did this like demonstration for us, where you were playing a bunch of. You could play like all the pop music. Yes, you know, and like I, I'm a closet pop fan. You know, sure. like, and, and I love that stuff. And um, I grew up listening to the radio, really, mm. mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. before I could buy CDs or whatever, and or i mean i even had tapes but uh um yeah i love most music and uh i really like a lot of the melodies i really like pop music and um even like you know i grew up listening to like uh freaking spice girls and like yeah, right right, right uh, and that's right. just what was on everywhere and so that's right. in my ear and so or you know beatles i love i mean i yeah. grew up my parents loved beatles Jimi hendrix my dad was always putting that on um 
but yeah, like I like it all. You know, my mom likes classical. My sister played classical. I don't really know that much about classical music, but um, pop music I really like. And I like that guy, Max Martin, he, mm-hmm. and, who wrote mm-hmm. all of the like Britney Spears, yeah. Backstreet Boys. He wrote all the music for yeah. these songs that are like earworms. And yep. so if you do a little digging, it's just very interesting to see you know where all that and i know you're into pop and you write good melodies and um <laughs> you sing and stuff i mean i do a sure. little singing but not much uh-huh. Uh-huh. um but um yeah I, that's like part of uncivilized is like you know not being super one thing or another just kind of mm-hmm. like um yeah i don't know letting it flow yeah, letting it flow and and letting it groove. I mean, sometimes usually when you write the word "stomp" after a tune, oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be you know kind of a rollicking kind of thing, and it's pretty hard not to tap your toe to something, you know. So yeah, if you, I, it's kind of like the I don't know if that's like nomenclature in the uncivilized oh. like. <laughs> Right, right. You know, lexicon, but it's <laughs> stomp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That whole thing. Um, my wife told me to stop doing that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, nice, stomp. nice. Oh, I was gonna say something about Zappa though. One thing okay. I think he has this thing. It's good for you guys. Have like a creativity kind of vibe in your yeah. podcast, right? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Something. He ha- you probably know it better than I, but he had this phrase. It's like, do anything, anytime, anywhere, anyhow, or something like that. There's some like long. <laughs> and I love in his music when it's like going in one groove. And then suddenly there's like a metric modulation, which means <laughs> the time changes somehow. And you're, you're like twice as fast or like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's no one does it anymore and it's just it's so unique and it has this like collage like feel to the music and mm-hmm. um yeah i love that and um that's part of, that's stomps usually have an element of that where it's like there's like some sort of like four four going uh-huh that's like a stompy feel yeah 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 and and but then it like shifts and you're mm-hmm. like whoa Ooh. or like or i try and like adjust it maybe with like an odd there's a lot of seven in those stomps too. Where, uh-huh. <laughs> like, and then the, the hit is on like the seventh beat, and then it like rearranges or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, very cool. <laughs> uh, or or Count Basie. I really liked Count Basie when I was listening to that. I don't know. If, yeah, it's sort of cheesy, they'd say, but man, that stuff. I I don't know. I the way I always looked at it is if people got up and danced and if if people sang along then there's nothing cheesy about it. You you tapped in. You know, mm. you hit and you hit the collective. You know, it wasn't it, it wasn't just for the people who could afford the the you know the 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 box seats. You know, yeah. it, was, it was for everybody. And uh and and that's yeah. So no, I don't I don't I yeah, I don't I don't think too much about like, oh, that's cheesy, this isn't cheesy. It's like no, that's actually a lot of craft went into making that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deceptively simple. Yeah. 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 A lot of a lot of craft. Yeah. Um so so you know, you're you're writing, you're playing, you're you're doing your thing. And then you had you had some pretty significant health stuff pretty yeah. pretty recently and um 
you know, a few years ago. And how has that affected your playing? How has that affected your creating world? What is, has it had any effect at all? What do you? Yeah. Um, oh, certainly. I mean, that was traumatic experience and I'm still sorting through it. And, um, uh, I think it's taught me how little I know about pretty much everything, you know, <laughs> including music. Um, um, yeah, um, makes me, I don't know, thankful, you know, to be, to be alive and stuff like that. You know, it was, a, it was definitely a brush with, uh, what's the word? Not really death, but like, uh your mortality mm. you know yeah and um you know i mean humans are like trying to extend their life you know so i don't i'm not that into that but you know i don't know yeah but it but i mean you're pretty young so yeah and i have children like what that would have been terrible for them if i had mm -hmm. passed away so um yeah, what is it, Tom? As a player, um, yeah, I don't know if it's it's weird. Like the you know, I had the brain surgery and they they took out a tumor. Like I have this big scar, and, yeah, and sure. um and um, but they were able to keep my like memory intact. <laughs> um, so it's insane. Like I was working on songs before the uh, surgery, mm -hmm. and once I was. Uh, like kind of recuperated maybe three or four weeks, I started to remember them and kind of, I mean, I had them written out a little bit. And so it was a, that was a healing process to like learn them again, but like weren't gone, you know? And so, um, that was interesting and amazing that the doctors could pull that off. I mean, I feel a little bit more inclined to do more music because, mm -hmm. because I didn't lose that ability, which would have been very possible yeah you know yeah. and i've been kind of on this rat race with like the environmental thing and so i kind of let go of that a little bit i mean i had to still pay my bills so like um for a while i was doing like in my my real focus in that world was like this waste and trash uh-huh and doing these things called waste audits uh-huh where you'd go to a building and sort the trash uh -huh. And then make a report. Uh huh. And so it was a mixture of math, but a lot of it was like, oh, and that was after I had the 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 like office job. I I kind of left, and then I started doing that for them, just that one thing. And mm -hmm. I was able to like get a lot of musicians to do it late at night because they needed work. And um, so, but I had a falling out with that company, and um, company being the operative word. Yeah, yeah, doesn't really work with sustainability. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little bit bitter on the whole thing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm enjoying like working with my hands more and like being with yeah. my children and stuff. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well, it's. I mean, it 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 didn't it from live from what i can see you know it didn't seem it doesn't seem like it's it it is it is stopped if anything you've been releasing more stuff 
And so, yeah. um, so I, that, that, that answers that for me is that you've, you know, that, uh, they, you know, you, you did, you had this, it kind of puts everything in perspective. Yeah. I mean, I probably lost some friends along the way now that, I, that I'm like putting out more music and stuff, but it's kind of, like, I feel a little bit like, I mean, when I go to my doctors, you know, I still have to go every three months and, you know, I had the radiation, what was it? I had like kind of it returned a little bit and um, I did radiation and then chemo for a whole year during pandemic. It was really scary, mm. but I'm through it. And um, yeah, I just kind of want to like, you know, you only live once, like what, you know, and yeah. um you're lucky to be playing the guitar right now. You're lucky to be talking to Josh Hall on the internet. You know, like the, right, right? How like, wild is this? Right? I mean, crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That the yeah. I mean, how cool is it that we? I mean, you're in New York City, and I'm yeah. in Brownsville, Vermont. You know, it's like you've got, you've got more stores like in where you're sitting than I than I do in my whole town. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> Right. You know, for so, better or worse. But. Yeah, for better or for worse. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, it's it is it's an amazing amazing thing. Um Yeah, so so what do you see what do you see for yourself kind of moving forward? Like what what do you what do you see happening with Uncivilized? What do you see happening with, you know, Tom Chitari the guitarist? Like mm. I kind of want to yeah, I want to get rid of my name. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want to be uncivilized no what you know uh um, Tom i don't want to get rid of it i mean uh yeah yeah i'll get the last name yeah mm. uh no that sounds too like marketing like oh i'm <laughs> branding my name or something um but yeah i don't know i i there's a lot of individualism in our society in america that's the biggest problem i have with america is that everybody's obsessed with like their own ideas and their own like what they're doing all the time and sharing that with everyone on Instagram and you know and like but at the same time like how are you going to eat as a musician unless you share your things or whatever I mean that's right. uh, I don't really make my living that way so like or it's hard and you know I mean so I'm doing a lot of teaching right now or yeah. I'm trying to get that going again yeah if anyone on this podcast is interested in anything like i love teaching and um yeah take lessons with tommy <laughs> and i learned everything i know from josh and uh <laughs> so if you like him you like his abilities I mean, great player yes play classical too um yeah um but uh, uh what you're saying uh, what do i see i mean uncivilized yeah um but I, yeah, I'm going to be doing more writing. I've been getting more. I have some other book ideas, and uh, been doing some writing about music for different publications, and um, enjoying that somewhat. And um, but I like being outside, so I don't want to be on the computer all day. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of. I wish I could play jazz better. Jazz is so hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I, you know, it, I'm just going to share this. Whenever I play with what I'm going to, like, real jazz players, I always tell them, I'm, I'm like, guys, I'm just, I'm not a real jazz guitarist. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. I said, I said <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even close. I said, I said, I'm going to play some notes that you're going to disagree with. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's hilarious. And and they're like, it's okay, we know. <laughs> no. That's why we play with you. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's the true dirt right there. Um, I mean, not, every everyone can play jazz, but yes. um, it's so it's just such a vast history squeezed into such a short amount of time. Yeah, and and there and then there's the, there there's what I would call like the academic version of playing, and then there's like the the in the in the club in front of the audience, letting it all go version. Mm. You know, and and those are those are honestly two different worlds. It's when you start put it under a microscope and you analyze every moment and say, like, here's this thing. And then there's like the living, breathing version of that over here. And like you said at the very beginning of this, like little interview, you know, that you can't really study it. You've got to play it. That's how you learn it. And um, and so, you know, I feel like I feel like with what you're doing, there's that that there isn't I, honestly i don't think there's enough of that kind of exploration in music you know maybe it's because of you know i live in vermont i don't really get to hear a lot of live bands that do anything other than your typical bar music and um you know that you're going to dance to four on the floor you know and uh and and to or if you're or or it's not you know or it's or it's jazz but it's it's from a particular era and that's that it never does anything different than that and so to hear you know a a direction and say like nah this is weird this and we're doing this to me that's just really exciting so Hmm. cool man yeah yeah that's just really exciting oh oh, man every time you play every time i play with other people there's just so much there's this vibe that like not me with other people, just like any people, like you have to listen, you know, like even if it's a beginner or whatever, like there's just energy happening. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, mu- I'll just say it again. Music is such a gift. No one should forget that, you know, so yeah. we're all very privileged. To, I mean, not all. It's a privilege, I think, to be able to play music for fun (laughs) i mean some people would disagree with me but you know like there are other cultures where it's much more like part of everyday life and culture Mm -hmm. and um that's one thing i I actually really don't mind playing like background gigs in fact i think uncivilized is more of a background band it's kind of like we like to set up and like make kind of like a sound installation where it's sort of droney and like that's how we usually set out our start our sets is by doing a drone so we all like hear each other yeah Uh, um but i like yeah it's nice to have real or digital music like or in part of our lives if we want it you know it'd be cool if we had like drumming all over like that's what yeah yeah i think yeah. we did some drumming in one of your classes oh we sure did we sure Woo! did drumming. yeah yeah, yeah. Back, back then yeah 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 still do that still do that in fact you know when i'm not teaching remotely i'm a yeah we still circle up we still play drums we still teach guitars yeah it's all there so awesome yeah awesome well tom it has been such a pleasure talking to you and um likewise yeah and um 
I, I just, I, you know, I hope that we get to, you know, sit down in like an actual place sometime and like talk again. I know we, we run into each other every couple of years, it seems like, and we get to yeah. get to visit and, um, and, and sometimes we even have guitars handy and that's cool. <laughs> so or, or, uh, I remember jamming with you. I think I was playing piano and you were playing yeah. guitar one time. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> that jam, that, that chord progression that's on tune is it? Uh, it's on one of the ones on placebo niche. Aha! Uh-huh. Actually, as I've been, I'm a very slow writer. Actually, composer yeah. takes me a long time. Well, that's uh, good. I wanted to say uh, thank you to you for one. Th- I have this great memory of you. I think I probably told you this. Um, yeah, I When I was taking guitar lessons with you, mm-hmm. and you used to have me bring in like tapes, or maybe you were like, "Bring something in you want to learn," and so I would like record. Yeah use the tape deck to record, you know, a mix of like the tunes I liked. And there was this really infantile, ridiculous song I liked. I think it was like Jimmy's Chicken Shack or something band like this. And I recorded it and I brought it in. You were like, man, you can play that. You can figure that out. And you sort of helped me for the first time, like learn something by ear Mm. and like figure out the chords by ear. And it was really transformative for me because it was like, yeah, that's that's what music's about. Like everyone, it's not that hard, you know, right. you know, and and the viability to kind of like use your ears and not, you know, read music or that's kind of where it's at, you know. Um, yeah, and I just thank you for that. That that was you put me in that. Yeah, you, you got me yeah. there. So. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you, man. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. that's always the goal, man, is to not, I, 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 yeah, it's the goal is to not, it's to not be there, to have given you whatever tools you need so that you don't need me anymore. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that, yeah. but it means that you are on your own and you can do it, you know, and you don't, and that, and I knew, you know, that's, yeah, that was like, that was like step one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so oh that's yeah that's awesome that's awesome well you know yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna stop this recording but that doesn't mean we have to stop chatting because we you know but i think i think this is a good length of time for the interview cool and we covered a lot of really great stuff so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stop this You have been listening to Alter to the Muse podcast, a production of Jai Studios, LLC. Visit us at altertothemuse.com for more.